Welcome to the Bitten Talk Podcast, Episode 8, here for the City of St. Charles School District. I am Rodney Lewis, the Assistant Superintendent here in our great district, and we have the bald head bandit that the head honcho, El Jefe himself. Thank you for the introduction. <laughs> I'm, um, I, yeah, just so you know, Jason, I'm thinking I'm I, I'm going to try to get it like Game of Thrones style, where yes. you have this long tag. I appreciate it. <laughs> and just so if you're if you're keeping track at home, that was not hefty or anything that do with my. No, it was Spanish for boss. Yeah, El so it was Jefe. Jefe. So jefe. don't everybody think that was jefe. had anything to do with my my current weight? But El I appreciate jefe. that. How about a. A little um, shout out to our uh, producer. Extraordinaire. Papa Chris and and they give him a round of applause. So I know you can't see Papa Chris, but Papa Chris, oh, he has such a unique style. And he has the bow tie on. Um, Yeah, I I don't know how to describe the pattern, but it's a good look for you, man. It's a great look. We appreciate Chris. He does a lot for us. We do. I believe it's a medallion pattern. A medallion. You know, the one thing I've learned about Papa Chris is that Papa Chris is a man of a lot of knowledge. There's a lot of knowledge. Yeah. Can I can I just cut in for a second? <laughs> I um I actually got into the yes. the podcast studio this morning here at the lovely Benton campus and sure, I thought sure, to myself, yes. I didn't share it with the group, but sure, I thought sure. to myself, I, I'm gonna try not to let us go off okay off the it, track. It but we did very quickly, but we do appreciate Chris. <laughs> We appreciate our listeners listening. Yes, Would you like to remind yes, everybody where they can please, get their podcast? Absolutely. Thank you. Um, great segue. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you download and listen to your podcast. So please continue to subscribe, and we enjoy making them. We do, and we obviously have a really good time and, we do. and enjoy what we do. But yep. uh, again, the the reason or the why behind these podcasts is is to get in leaders in our district and let people hear specifically firsthand what's happening in this great district. And that's a great segue into what we've got today. Absolutely, it is. So in in episode seven, we had Scott Vocal and. Angie Siren, our administrators at St. Charles West, but we would all be remiss if we didn't. <laughs> we would all be remiss if we did not have Mr. Jeff Walker. Head pirate. Head pirate at St. Charles High School. And the listeners can't see this, but the crowd is going wild. Oh, I my mean, God. Like... Hold, hold on. Please settle down. Settle Actually, down. it's unbelievable. <laughs> Settle down, please. Okay. Quiet. But as we get into this and you get a chance to hear from Mr. Walker, I would like to personally thank Mr. Walker for his leadership. Thank you. um, And I would say his friendship. Uh, I feel like we've got a great relationship with our CO team and our St. Charles High administration. And, and St. Charles High, as you will hear and probably already know, if you're a follower of St. Charles High, a very special place, and it starts at the top. Absolutely. He'll obviously talk about and he'll defer it to his staff, which is um, obviously this is it's, it's, it's his style and his typical. And, and they have a wonderful staff, but it starts with the leadership. So Absolutely. I want to make sure we say that. And I'm going to get the segue going so you can have a great conversation with the Mr. Jeff yeah. Walker. Thank you guys very much. Glad to be here. Thanks for the invite. Absolutely. So before we get started, Jeff, I know you've been in our district for a while, but you know, if this is the first time or maybe they've seen you around and, and people may not be totally familiar with you, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you arrived to St. Sure Charles High. First of all, I'm going to say I'm offended that I wasn't invited before the Warriors were invited to the podcast. Just saying, go Pirates. Blame Papa always. Chris. I, I will. I'll blame 
and, and, and <laughs> I'm even more offended, Mr. Bennett. We go back to our Pattonville days, really. Mm. I mean, come on now. Mm. Um, so a little bit about myself. This is actually my 10th year in the district, okay. my 26th year in education. So that means I'm a kind of an old guy, which I'll take it, but the gray hair will give that one away as well. Um, you know, the, the one thing I'll say is this. Um, St. Charles is a unique school district. We're a pretty small school district in a big suburban area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you can have such a small school in a small town feel, you don't get that anywhere else, right. I think, in St. Louis or St. Charles County. And that's one thing that kind of attracted me to this district. Now, I grew up in a small town down in southeast Missouri called Popper Bluff. This school and the school district reminds me a whole lot about that, right? that area and what they're about. In fact, I love this school and the school district so much that I end up buying a house about 500 feet from the high school. How about that? Uh, it's a little scary. I've been questioned about my... <laughs> Sanity? Yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> why you live so close to the high school. But I will say the convenience is I get to walk to work every single day. Yeah. I get to walk home. Now, speaking of that, are you walking to work? Yes, sir. I, is unle- that right? Unless I have, like, I drove today because I have meetings at West and I'm coming yeah. here. But if I don't have any meetings going anywhere, I'll drive. I'll walk to work. In fact, sometimes I'll walk to work and then walk back to my house, go get my car to go to a meeting. It's a two-minute walk. Yeah. I mean, literally a two-minute walk. <laughs> So I will admit on my phone, I have my good old Samsung health counter. I get my steps in every single day. That? Yes, sir. That's, that? that's really good stuff. Uh, you asked question how to end up here. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I've been very lucky in my career mm-hmm. as, as an educator. I was hired by Pattonville many moons ago and a science teacher and doing that, which was great. Um, I will admit high schools, you have a tendency to run through administrators. Oh. And I was there for 16 years. And I had five administrators in 16 years. Now, of that, though, I had one administrator for eight years, Dr. Marion. He was the head principal for eight, Marion, eight years, Dr. Marion was. And enjoyed that. Um, he actually hired me as assistant principal there. Loved working with that group and that crew. We had a good administrative crew there. He eventually left and, of course, came out here. And yeah. you know, I didn't think anything about it. Um, I actually lived in the Pattonville School District at the time. Enjoyed where I lived. Enjoyed be- being a member of the community, which I think is also what drew me to come back out here as well. It's different when you live in the community yeah. where you work. And you go out places and you see kids and they see you. It's actually kind of nice for kids to look up and say, hey, I didn't realize you lived outside the high school. <laughs> well, of course I live yeah, outside exactly. the high school. So they see you in different lights in different places. But getting here, there had to be a position open, and I applied. Luckily, they hired me, at least for me. Luckily, I don't know about the district or anything. But <laughs> for me, they hired me, and, and, and the rest has been history. And, yeah. you know, we've been lucky at the high. We've actually had my administrative uh, crew together, me, Dr. Happel, Mr. Thorne, and Mr. Hahn, for the last 10 years. Hmm. You don't hear that very often That's within unique. high schools that your, your admin crew stays together that long. Now, there's some good and there's some bad. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the good is we know each other. We, we're kind of on the same page. We know where we're at. We can have some true, frank discussions, and we know we love each other. We yeah. don't worry about offending. We can get to the things. We can get some flat-out arguments sometimes about mm-hmm. stuff, but in the end, we know that we're all about kids and supporting each sure. other and how do we get there, and I love the different ideas. But sometimes when you're together that long, it also gets a little stale. Mm-hmm. So you always have to keep yourselves on your toes about how do we move forward, sure. how, do, how do we reinvigorate ourselves mm-hmm. as well as our staff and our kids. And so that, that's kind of unique in that aspect. But we have some people with different roles in the building, you know, just like Mr. Thorne. His family grew up in this district. His parents graduated yeah. from that school. Yeah. His parents worked at that school. He went to that school. His kids are at high. I know yeah. go to high. So you get some of that. We've been around a while. Then you get Dr. Happel, who spent his whole career in the district, but it was at West for the first, I think, 10, 11 years, and has mm-hmm. been at high for the last 10 years. So you, you get some of that unique stuff, and, and we love it. But being at high, you know, and there's a question here, what makes high special? Yeah, yeah. And, and I know Dr. Siva said it earlier. I'll tell you right now, our staff, our kids, and our community, 
That's what makes that place such a special place. I love when I go to parent-teacher conferences, I will have more parents pull me aside and say, yeah. man, your teachers really care about my kid. That's, good. That's what you want to hear. Yeah, That's absolutely. what you want to have out there. And, and we love hearing that. But more than anything else, when you look at this, our community, man, they love that school. They love that building. And if you've never been to St. Charles High. It's I'm such a unique building. It, 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 mm-hmm. the, I've never seen a high school like mm-hmm. it. And that's what I say. I'm going to invite anybody to come look. There's no building. I've ever been in high schools. Yeah. I've been to a bunch of high schools that looks like St. Charles High School. It is a beautiful building. Yeah, it, it is. Really it's, is. It, it, it's so unique. So, obviously, with your time at, mm-hmm. at St. Charles High, and now we've moved into our, you know, our two big rocks. And, mm-hmm. you know, Jason talked about last year with our SESD United plan. And that was getting, I, I would say that was getting all of us on the same mm-hmm. page, if you will. I agree. So now we've narrowed it down mm-hmm. and we are now focused on um you know our the social emotional needs of our mm-hmm. students and rti mm-hmm. so where's high how does high fit into that and what efforts are you taking to work on those two yeah so you look at that the student needs and rti for us rti is a smaller piece of a bigger piece for us which is the professional learning teams we have in mm-hmm. our building and the idea behind us with our professional learning teams is that we have our teachers teaching the same thing, talking to each other, talking about how they're teaching, what they're teaching, and, and our kids are learning. Are they learning this? If they are, what are we doing to extend it? If they're not, how are we helping those kids out? Sure. So RTI is a piece of that for us. For, so from the St. Charles High point of view, that's been our bigger focus of where are we at with the professional learning team process and using rti as the intervention piece or enrichment piece and that's that's our next step so i'll be honest with you we're truly about a year or two away from really doing rti correctly we need to get that professional learning got to get that foundation yes Mm -hmm. we need that solid rock foundation so that when we do rti we do it correctly for our kids but saying that that's still a part of the discussions we have Mm -hmm. now even though we're not there yet we're always talking about how do we help our kids what interventions are we doing what are we doing within the classroom how do we extend that at high we actually take our AIP, our academic intervention period, and we divide it up by subjects. And one day a week, each core area gets a group of kids. And right now we're focused on our freshmen. Mm. So then we look at our freshmen who are struggling or who are failing or who just need that extra support. Mm-hmm. And one day a week, they will go to our library and work with those core teachers to help them get them caught up or in the right place or where they need to be at. The beauty of that is that's an ongoing list that ebbs and flows. If you get caught up as a kid and you're doing well, we'll pull you out, we'll pull in another kid. So we're always looking at how do we help our kids out, but especially our freshmen. Freshmen are a unique group. High school's a unique thing. Mm -hmm. We're all based upon credits when you graduate. Sometimes freshmen don't quite understand that. And high school, you get a lot more freedom than what you do at middle school. So we really try to support those kids as much as we possibly can. But for us, that's that RTI piece. Mm-hmm. Of, that's a little piece we're starting right now. So so just a quick question. So mm-hmm. you have freshmen come in and they're part of this mm-hmm. AIP group. So how do you select the freshmen for? Is it the data that comes from Harden in the middle school? or, or? It's more our data. We, we okay. really don't start until after school gets going. We get a few weeks okay. in and we start talking to our teachers. Who in your class needs help? who in your class right now is behind or who was struggling, mm-hmm. who hasn't been testing well. We try to identify those kids pretty early. Now, we do use some information coming from Harden of they'll tell us where kids are and, sure. and some kids who might struggle in certain areas. So we do hit those kids early. But for us, we're looking at where our kids are with us right now. And those teachers create those lists. So that, that's actually part of their PLT meetings, the professional learning team meetings, mm-hmm. as they're talking about the kids who struggle, who need to be on that list, who can come off of that list. So that's all a part of that as well. 
Fantastic. Mm-hmm. And then when you get into the actual social emotional needs, mm-hmm. it's a little unique because mm-hmm. in high school it's different because the, the issues are just heavier and they're much mm-hmm. more mature to a certain mm-hmm. degree than when you get into some of our lower levels. Mm-hmm. How did you guys tackle um, the social emotional needs of our high school students at high? Well, I've got to give a big shout out to our counseling crew. They are absolutely fabulous. And we have a lot of extra help. We, we were fortunate enough that the district allowed us to hire and split a counselor between us and success campus. Mm-hmm. We have a crisis counselor and, and that really helps us out over there. But we also have social workers that are in our building as well. Uh-huh. So our counseling crew really works hard at, at working with kids and, and they also talk to lower levels as kids come mm-hmm. up and they have the daily deal where they're meeting and talking with kids. But if we, if it's beyond our grasp, we reach out to our social workers. We also have a lot of community resources that we work with, sure. whether it's, you know, our neighbor helping neighbor care to learn or our backpack program or preferred yeah. or we have all the these community out. community is huge. Is, is really oh, huge but our counselors man they work hard of getting to those kids and if we don't have the resources we reach out into the community to get those resources help mm-hmm. those kids and the families that's the best part yeah sometimes it's not just the kid sometimes it's the family yeah. that needs some help and Absolutely. some support and so our group's really good about reaching out and touch a base with those kids and those families and getting them in the right spot. So I've got to give it to our counseling crew, man. They work hard every day to get our kids where they need to be at. That's fantastic. And they do a good job communicating with our staff, which mm-hmm. I, I think that's very important because sometimes as a teacher, you've got your kids for 80 minutes one day and you don't see them again right. until two days later for 80 minutes. It's important that they know some of the things happening outside of that classroom so that then they understand Help why support kids the students mm-hmm, when might be struggling. Class. Yes, sir. So that communication has been phenomenal as well. That just, you know the old saying, it takes a village. It does. It does. And, and we are, this, this school, this district, this community, it's a village. And, and I really appreciate how hard all these groups work together to help any one kid, any one family. It doesn't matter who, what, when, where, or why, they help. That's fantastic. A lot of enthusiasm, Jeff. I love it. We're loving it. I love it, man. We're loving it. Give me the picture. Give me the Mm -hmm. helicopter, 30,000-foot view of um, St. Charles High. We obviously talked about where we are now. Mm -hmm. Talk about where we're going. Well, where we're going is eventually that we have this RTI process in place that we can identify individual students and their learning Mm -hmm. and get that direct resource to them so that that kid can be successful. That's the one thing I will tell you. My 26 years Mm -hmm. of education have changed. Back in the day, you didn't talk about the individual kid. It was about your classes. Yeah. Now it's boiled down to that individual kid and how can what we get they, this what kid. They're, what their learning deficit is mm-hmm. and what specific support that we can get for that specific learning. It, it feels like it's been such a drill down mm-hmm. as as we've, you know, been in this profession for a yep. while. You know, yep. the, the expectations of all of us have changed. It has. And to me, that to me that's the big 30,000-foot mm-hmm. picture. We look at it as whether it's an academic, whether it's a social-emotional, mm-hmm. whether it's they need food at home, whatever it is, we look at each individual kid and try to meet those needs as best as we possibly I, can. I think the way that I think – well, the way that I think about schools now in district work, so it's bigger than a school where a kid – comes into a classroom and they learn the X's and O's of learning, math, mm-hmm. literacy, et cetera. It's almost like we're a community hub mm-hmm. to a certain degree. So not only do we take care of your academic needs, but like you talked about, we partner with outside communities to take care of counseling yes, needs sir. or food needs or, mm-hmm. you know, finance needs. Mm-hmm. Or, and, and not in all cases, but uh, we're certainly it's, it's much bigger now for us and our roles are much bigger than just having teachers and administrators and kids learning and going home with such an extent of families, um, much broader feel in the community. I, I agree. I'm going to throw something out there. It's probably going to make people go, oh, my goodness. 
few years ago, this district talked about combining high schools. Yeah. And I came from a school where we were 1,800 kids. I came to a school now mm-hmm. that's 870 kids, and West is 700-something kids. There is a huge difference in a building that's got 1,800 kids and sure. a building that has 800 and 700-something kids. It is so much more community-oriented, so much more individual, so much more about the kids and not the programs. That meets more kids' needs than you can ever possibly imagine. And the biggest thing to me, that helps kids connect to the school. Mm-hmm. I had um, my wife, Sarah. I love wife. So she graduated from here. Her whole family grew up here. We were driving home the other day, and we were leaving West yesterday. We had a soccer game, and we were driving home, and the West band was out there parking mm-hmm. in, in, in the parking lot practicing at 830. And she goes, man, your guys' bands practice so late because at Jack's soccer game the other day, they were practicing at 7-something. She goes, why don't they do it after school? I said, a school this size, we have to. Because if you want kids in the band and you, you want kids playing sports, yeah. you have to stagger that to get your kids involved. Mm-hmm. Coming from Pattonville High School, you didn't have that. You come to St. Charles High or St. Charles West, you've got kids that are playing on teams. Kids that are in the plays, kids in the musical and in the band, they can do all of that. Yeah, That's a unique experience high school kids can have. That yeah. If you go to a bigger school, you don't get that. It is certainly unique. It is very to, unique. To, to say it, the least. It, it makes this a special place as yeah. well, which I love that part of it. Yeah, I, I totally agree. It is it's it's unique to be in the in the longer I'm here I, I just realize just how ingrained mm-hmm. our community in the people mm-hmm. like you say your wife and then mm-hmm. um, um um Jeff and, mm-hmm. and Tammy. I mean, people have been in this district for a very long time. They love their schools and they love the they community. Do. I will tell you something that I have found unique as well. And it's it was funny when I started ten years ago, our parents there was a big rivalry between high and west between our parents, much bigger than our kids. Is and that right? I, 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 yes, it is. I remember talking to even Jeff Thorne. He's like, oh, it's west, it's west, you know. And I'm looking at the kids, and the kids weren't responding that way. Right. Well, part of it is our kids go together from fifth and uh-huh. sixth grade at uh-huh. Jefferson. Right. Seventh. So those kids grow up as friends, yes. and they go to their high school, whereas back in the day, your community didn't have that. You had your west side of the district. Yes. You had your high side so of the my district. Wife, so my wife went to West. Yes, she did. And so she went to Monroe. Mm-hmm. She went to Jefferson Middle School. Yes, and she went to St. Charles West. I bet she doesn't like the Pirates, does she? <laughs> mm-hmm. She loves high. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being a little, a little bit of a fibber there, but hey, we'll take it. No, she, she has, for her, she has very strong West ties. Of course. Like in terms of St. Charles West, she just loves West. She just does. And Good. the she should. big That's time awesome. rivalry with mm-hmm. High didn't have the merger of mm-hmm. Jefferson in fifth and sixth mm-hmm. and Harden. Mm-mm. Yes, sir. Now, I'm sure I feed a little bit because anybody, anytime a kid I know walks you in do. my building with I Maroon, know. I'm like, hey, whoa, whoa, you can't wear that. You got to go home and change. And I have one kid the other day, I'm not kidding you. A mom was dropping off this young lady. She's a freshman. She had maroon on the windows down. I went, oh, whoa, 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 nope, you got to go home and change. And the girl just looked at me. Her eyes got real big. And the mom started laughing. I'm like, I'm just kidding. You look nice. Come on in. And the mom goes, you should have sent her home. I'd have made her change. And that's the mom dropping off yeah. the kids. So yeah. we kid around with our kids doing that, and we love doing that. Because it's a, it's a friendly rivalry, and we, and we love that. Because I will admit, the West staff, they do a phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. I love their administrative crew. That's the one thing in my 10 years we've been here that we've really pushed is how do we get both these buildings to Absolutely. work together? How does your administrative team work together? Because we all have to be on that same page to make sure we're doing the same thing. And that's a good group over there. We love it. And, and it's a fun rivalry. It's a it fun, is. friendly rivalry. We've got to beat them in football one of these years before I retire. <laughs> that is just getting obnoxious. But it will happen one of these days, I promise. Jason, come on back. Speaking speaking of the rivalries, you know, I want to make sure we – 
people get this because we we talk about SES United, right? And that's when we say united, that means we're we're all in this together, right. and we are making sure that we all understand the vision that we're casted with our two big rocks. And so, instructionally, and the things that we want to be able to say, guarantee that every child in every school gets. That's the united piece, right? But let's not forget, we have two high schools. We do. And we love them both. Yep. Sometimes they don't want us to love them both, but we love them both. And I love watching them compete. Yeah. This whole week, it's been Pirates, Warriors, and softball, uh-huh. Pirates, Warriors, and volleyball. And you can tell us who won those games. Pirates, softball won. Pirates, volleyball won. And then last night, we had the championship of our SES United tournament of the two schools. And it was a great game. And talk about a, a friendly rivalry. Those boys went toe-to-toe, knocked each other down, helped each other up. I I watched it. It was a physical high school soccer game. Great skill. 0-0 at half. Okay. The Pirates struck first. West came back with two goals and then got a PK at the end. So it ended up 3-1, but very competitive. And believe me, we will compete. Uh And each high school will compete. We want each high school to do their best. And so when it comes to the United piece, I want to make sure people know know that that is academically. Mm -hmm. That is making sure that all our kids are going to get the response to intervention. They're going to get the student needs piece. We're going to guarantee that. And we are going to work together. Regardless of the high The two high schools work hand in hand because we need to be all in this together. And we are resource rich in this community and the history and the tradition is unlike anywhere else. So when it comes to the comp- competition, we are going to get after it, and yeah. it's fun to watch. This morning I was over at West for PD for math, and I had both high teachers and yeah. West teachers there, just so that what you talk about instructionally, that we're on the same page, we're doing the right things for kids and getting them going the right direction. That's what you appreciate. We love that part of it. And I appreciate you saying that, but I wanted to make sure we knew that because when it comes to sports, and and it's cool to watch these kids because they do have relationships. With yeah, them. they so do. The rivalry is not as much as it was because there was I think there was some pure dislike in the day. But, it was. but I guarantee you, Pirates lace up their shoes and ready to go. They want to beat the Warriors, and oh, the Warriors do. want to beat the Pirates, and mm-hmm. that's great. So I want to make sure people know that 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 we we love that part of it as well. Yeah, so, it is. Pretty and we're cool. having some, some great fall um, campaigns out there: softball, volleyball. Um, uh, cross country at St. Charles High, and we have a great runner over at, at West, um, and that Jacks Lily Jackson. But the St. Charles High cross cross country is something special as well, and and tennis, and I mean we've got a lot of good things to happen. High had a world record with was it the most miles in 24 hour period? Yeah, that's going yeah. to the Guinness World of Records. So just really great things athletically, but also economically. So that's fantastic, and. I, I know the, the, the high in West rivalry. It, it reminds me a lot of when I was in high school, it was Lafayette Marquette. I mean, it was, I mean, we were all out, but didn't have, but it was a little bit different because Rockwood is so much bigger than we are. So you lose some of those relationships along the way. But our students certainly spend, they spend four years together before they part and go to their respective high schools. So it is pretty cool. It's very unique. Very unique. And it's funny because you are, you know, we're like the parents, right? Uh-huh. I mean, you're sitting here to watch and, you know, Mr. Walker's son's playing, and I, yeah. we know the kids, and it's yeah. like we – and people are like, how can you root for both? You can. You can. Because I love them both. Yeah. So, <laughs> celebrations? Absolutely. Well, first, but before we celebrate, Jeff, thank you, sir. Yes, thank you, Mr. Thank Walker. Thank you for sharing your love and enthusiasm Did with St. And you can, you can tell the clear direction, not only from the district level – casting that vision mm-hmm. but now the building level leader taking it and saying yeah. this is specifically what it means for my building and you see that and hear that from mr walker and how high, you, which is and, awesome and, and how st charles high is weaving those 
two big rocks into St. Charles High. And not just you, because I know it's a collaborative effort. Um, but it certainly starts with whoever our principals are to help cast that. And the vision. whole admin team over there, Ted Happel does a lot of that mm-hmm. work with RTI and mm-hmm. Jeff Thorne yeah. and, mm-hmm. and Corey Hahn. So it's 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 a collective effort, but you can see the specific plan that we've laid out, and it's mm-hmm. exciting to see what happens with our next five years with our CSIP. Absolutely. Let's celebrate. Celebration. So we've had homecoming. It sounds like we had a great week. Dance went well. Football game, we lost at the last play. What a, what a great night, though. Yeah. And uh, so High had a great homecoming, and West homecoming is – and the, you know what? The parade was awesome. I thought it was really good. And so West is this week. They have the parade on Friday, game Friday night, dance on Saturday. So it's kind of the same story for them. But a uh, lot of great spirit over there as well. You know, I didn't need to see Dr. Vocal in Otoga, but that happened. And then a couple of other highlights. <laughs> you know, um, as recently as this morning, we got over to Lincoln and Blackhurst. Yeah, they both did. had uh, – one was called Breakfast – with buddies, with buddies, at or buddies with bre- yeah, breakfast with buddies, not Bre- buddies with breakfast. <laughs> and then the other one is <laughs> donuts with grown-ups. grown-ups at Blackhurst. Yeah, so just engaging families, getting yeah. guardians and family members in there, having breakfast was re- really cool to see. Well, in, in terms of engaging parents, we had our second parent university at Jefferson mm-hmm. on Saturday. I would say the turnout was a little lower than we at, we we would like, but we also know our families are busy. Just an opportunity for them to come in and learn specific things about Absolutely. how to help their their kids out in a lot of different uh, various aspects of and life the, and, and also parent, school. Parent university just goes into again the hub now trying to help educate parents on various topics yeah. and we talk about being united it's mm-hmm. not just our administrative team we want to be united with, with the community our staff our with our parents mm-hmm. with our community with our students that's our whole family when mm-hmm. we, we want to be united so we'll continue with those efforts and uh, shout out to christina lauer and, and that group and nicole adams and jessica mm-hmm. they just did a great job with that um harris had a fun run raised money for that and i think uh mr plumley got slimed on that day that was Is that right tyson got slimed monroe had a really neat parent night kind of almost their own parent university on social okay. emotional needs so that was neat as well and then that's noel cool. had they had a little bit of a twist on their open house this year. They called it a family mission night uh-huh. and really engaged their parents, so that was cool too. And then we had two awards. Uh, Kitty Smith got an exec, um, uh, award from Keo Chiropractic. Thank you to Keo Chiropractic. That's another basically partnership and yeah. does a great job in our district. But we thank you uh, for a $940 um, donation or a grant in her name for being an exceptional teacher, which is cool. And, and uh, Katie is over at the Early Childhood nice. Center. And then Kim Helsing, a pirate, was down at Mo Case, which is a state convention um, for special education. And she was recognized there for her outstanding performance or as an educator as well. So that's pretty neat. I think she also got a grant. So lots of great things happening in the district. How about that? Thank you to the po- head pirate. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, thank you. CHS Pride, go Pirates. That's right. Thank you, Jeff. On behalf of the head honcho, Jason Seifert, I am Rodney Lewis. El Jefe. El Jefe. El Jefe. I am Rodney Lewis, the assistant superintendent. Thank you for joining us on episode eight of the Ben Talk podcast. We enjoy having you. See ya. See ya.
El Jefe, El Jefe, El Jefe.